Here on Macabre Morals, we read through the Brothers Grimm fairy tales, but with a twist. The Brothers Grimm collected many tales and put them in books over many years. These are normally dark fairy tales, some you may have heard, but a sugar-coated version of. Listen in and hear us joke about these stories and tell you what the moral of the story is supposed to be. Just be prepared for the macabre. Hey, Macabre Mob, it's Shelby. And Courtney. And welcome to number two of Macabre Morals. Yay, morals. <laughs> Today, we have got Jagger here to help tell the story. Hi, Jagger. Oh, she sniffed it. <laughs> you gonna tell the people hi? Oh, okay, yeah. I guess not. Okay. Because today's story is Cat and Mouse in Partnership. What do you think about that, Jagger? Uh, I think she's going to go sit okay. down and get comfortable and listen to the story. Yep, she is. Yep, yep. <laughs> all right. So this originated in Germany. Okay. So this is an old German tale. I'm a ready for this one. A certain cat had made the acquaintance of a mouse. It sounds like my cat's already. <laughs> and had said so much to her about the great love and friendship she felt for her that at length the mouse agreed that they should live and keep house together. Okay. okay. But we must make a provision for winter, or else we shall suffer from hunger, said the cat. And you, little mouse, cannot venture everywhere or you'll be caught in a trap some day. The good advice was followed and a pot of fat was bought but they did not know where to put it. At length, after much consideration, the cat said, I know no place where it will be better stored up than in the church, for no one dares take anything from there. I, they must not have been in our hometown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say they must not be in the Bible Belt? Yeah. <laughs> Don't break into churches here. We will set it beneath the altar and not touch it until we are really in need of it. So the pot was placed in safety, but it was not long before the cat had a great yearning for it and said to the mouse, I want to tell you something, little mouse. My cousin has brought a little son into the world and has asked me to be godmother. He is white with brown spots, and I am to hold him over the font at the christening. Let me go out today, and you look after the house by yourself. Yes, yes, answered the mouse. By all means, go. And if you get anything very good, think of me. I should like a drop of sweet red christening wine, too. I guess one little drop would be good for a mouse. <laughs> Wouldn't need a whole lot. All this, however, was untrue. The cat had no cousin and had not been asked to be a godmother. Stole to the pot of fat, began to lick at it, and licked the top of the fat off. Then she took a walk upon the roofs of town, looked out for opportunities, and then stretched herself in the sun and licked her lips whenever she thought of the pot of fat. And not until it was evening did she return home. This little son of a bitch. <laughs> this cat's like, hey, yeah, let's live together. We're such good friends. We need to get some stuff to make it through winter. Hey, I'm a godmother. Yeah, I'll think of you, sure. Yeah, I'll be right back. And goes and steals some of their damn food. God, if this ain't our cat's Jagger, it's just like you. She's looking at me <laughs> like, don't tell these people my secrets. Jagger. Well, here you are again, said the mouse. No doubt you have had a merry day. 
All went off well, answered the cat. What name did they give the child? Top off, said the cat coolly. Top off. Top off. <laughs> Top off, cried the mouse. That is a very odd and uncommon name. Is it a usual one in your family? <laughs> what does it signify, said the cat? It is no worse than crumb stealer, as your godchildren are called. Oh, what a bitch. Before long, the cat was seized by another fit of longing. She said to the mouse, You must do me a favor, and once more manage the house for a day alone. I am again asked to be the godmother. As the child has a white ring around its neck, I cannot refuse. The good mouse consented, but the cat crept behind the town walls to the church and devoured half the pot of fat. Nothing ever seems so good as what one keeps to itself, she said. And she was quite satisfied with her day's work. I'm sure she was. Yeah. I don't I don't like this cat. This cat's too much like my cats. <laughs> when she went home, the mouse inquired, And what was this child christened? Half done, answered the cat. Top off and half done. Top off and half done. That's what you've done to the pot. That's what you did to the pot. That's messed up. Half done? What are you saying? I've never heard that name in my life. I'll wager anything. It is not in the calendar. You have names in calendars? <laughs> this must be something I don't know That's about. why I was looking at you crazy. I'm like, wait, there's... <laughs> I, I gotta do some research on that. <laughs> the cat's mouth soon began to water for some more licking. All good things go in threes, she said. Bad things, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard more bad things than good things. Yeah. I am asked to stand godmother again. Damn. The, the child is quite black, only it has white paws, but with that exception, it has not a single white hair on its whole body. This only happens once every few years. You will let me go, won't you? Top off, half done, answered the mouse. <laughs> they are such odd names. They make me very thoughtful. So I'm guessing he's... Putting two and two together. Yeah. You sit at home, said the cat, in your dark gray fur coat and long tail, and are filled with fancies. That's because you don't go out in the daytime. During the cat's absence, the mouse cleaned the house and put in order, but the greedy cat entirely emptied the pot of fat. When everything is eaten up, one has some peace, she said to herself, and well filled and fat, she did not return home till night. What an asshole. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of the... Oh, what is that one cat? The Disney movie? The bitchy-ass cat? Cinderella. Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer. The cat from Cinderella. This cat reminds me of him. I low-key like Lucifer, though. <laughs> I mean, it's a cat. I mean, <laughs> I low-key like any cat, so even this asshole. The mouse at once asked what the name had been given to the third child. It will not please you more than the others, said the cat. He is called All Gone. <laughs> All gone, cried the mouse. That is the most suspicious name of all. I have never seen it in print. All gone? What can that mean? She shook her head, curled herself up, and lay down to sleep. From this time forth, no one invited the cat to be godmother. But when the winter had come and there was no longer anything to be found outside, the mouse thought of their provision and said, Come cat, we will go to our pot of fat which we have stored up for ourselves, and we shall enjoy that. Yes, answered the cat. Damn. You will enjoy it as much as you would enjoy sticking your dainty tongue of that of yours out the window. What? I'm gonna slap this cat. 
They set out on their way, but when they arrived, the pot of fat certainly was still in its place, but was empty. Alas, said the mouse, now I see what has happened. Now it comes to light. You are a true friend. You have devoured all when you were standing godmother. First top off, then half done, then... Will you hold your tongue, cried the cat. One more word and I will eat you. All gone. It was already on the poor mouse's lips. Scarcely had she spoken it before the cat sprang on her, seized her, and swallowed her down. Damn. Verily, that is the way of the world. Damn. So... That's the it, it is actually this we were kind of talking this is actually a story that I can learn something from because I like to I like to give people benefit of the doubt yeah and I like to do nice things even though they may not deserve them mm-hmm. this is pretty much saying the moral of this story is to trust your instincts and it's good to give people a chance. But don't be fooled by flattery or popularity or something superficial. Like, remain vigilant. Make sure you keep your eyes open. Because it's not just, well, I guess this did kind of lead to murder. I was going to say it could lead to murder, but I guess <laughs> this, yeah, this did lead to murder. So, I think everyone could kind of take something from this German fairy tale. I think they're called cautionary tales, actually. They might be. It's called fairy tales on the book, but, but cautionary sounds better. <laughs> speaking of you saying remain village, I can't even say it. Village, vigilant. Vigilant. I keep wanting to say vigilant. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's something that mom randomly will say sometimes. She'll go, remain vigilant. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, mom. Uh, yeah, well, vigilance. <laughs> Something that's hard to do in this world is to still be nice to people and to still go out of your way to help people. I still think everyone should try to do something nice for someone, but don't put yourself in any kind of shit to do so. Don't let someone run all over you and eat up all your food that you got stored up for the winter and then end up killing you. Make sure you you watch the red flags. And don't be blindsided and naive. Keep your eyes open. That's all I got. That's well said. Well, with that, I don't know what else to say, but bye, guys. <laughs> See ya.